Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Wow, it's a aha. it's a tough it's a tough day. It's really, really tough. It's tough. Woke up this morning to the news that the um, presidential elections in Nigeria have been announced. Yeah. Uh, it's um it's tough. It's tough. It's tough not because the person I wanted to win did not win. That is beside the point. In fact, there were three people. I had there was preference one, two, and three. All I prayed for was a peaceful and a just transition. We did not get any of that. I also pray that God will glorify himself. That prayer I'm still holding on to. In fact, all three, I'm still holding on to it. Because what we saw in the Nigerian elections (coughs) was not peaceful, neither was it just. And I, in my musings about two or three days ago, I talked about do what is right. I thank God that on this musing, in this um, podcast, I've talked a lot about how I'm, you know, just learning, looking at what the Bible says, my sense of right or wrong. I did a course recently in my Bible school program where we talked about ministerial ethics. I've observed that ethics is a problem in Nigeria generally, even in the church. We don't know, you know, that sense of right or wrong. We just have an issue there. And, you know, I mused on this two or three days ago. If you haven't listened to that episode where I talked about do what is right. And I wondered where we as Christians got this thing whereby we felt that, you know, we are only held by the Ten Commandments. Because if you look at the Ten Commandments, in fact, even even though we believe that we, we are held by the Ten Commandments, I, Christians, I think most of the time, will still lie if they feel it will, it will benefit them. But let's say, okay, let's even pass that. We think that we don't know that Christ actually has a higher standard expected of us and that we're supposed to stand up for what is right and we're not supposed to lend our efforts to what we know that is wrong. And... I think over this election season in Nigeria, it has shocked me, really shocked me, not just me and several others, how even believers, people who are believers like me, are able to support a candidate that is a known criminal. And unfortunately, that person has been elected and announced as president. In fact, he wasn't elected. It was not a transparent process at all. There's a lot of evidence online that the results that were collated at the booths were changed. What was announced was fraudulent. There's documentary evidence, snapshots on site, shared on social media, not meaning a thing. Nobody, the national electoral authorities are not looking at it. As a Christian, this pains me. As a human being, This is unacceptable. I am ashamed. I'm ashamed of my country, Nigeria. I'm ashamed of the government of Nigeria. I am ashamed of the leaders, even every, any faith leader that supported this process and is refusing to speak up. I am ashamed. It is wrong. It's not right. I mean, I worked in a corporate organization for 22 years. We did, whatever we did, competitive processes where we had to interview people a strong part of the process 
was transparency, was about fairness. I've sat on interview panels where we've had to employ and interview people. I know the rigor that we go through to ensure that the screening process is above board. Just to hire people into a role that was just earning maybe like how many, maybe, would I say, maybe like $1,000 a month. And it's probably not even going to be ruling, it's not a leadership role. And to see in a process that is going to actually have impact on millions of lives, hundreds of millions of lives, people set aside transparency, go and be changing results with Biro. Any Christian that supports it, in fact, you have just told me that you're not a Christian. It's one thing to say to me, well, Shala, okay, I know this was not transparent, but it is what it is. We can't do anything about it. I have a problem with that. But I also have a problem with you telling me, oh, no, that's not what happened. When there's clear evidence, I'm, don't just even try and gaslight me. So there's an uneasy calm in Nigeria at the moment. This morning I woke up. When I saw the result, I wept. I wept not because he lost. I wept because of how the shame that people could even do this. What kind of message do you send to the youth? I don't want to hear any elder in Nigeria abusing any young person in Nigeria again. The youth are better than us. Shame on my generation. Shame on, on, on the people over 60. Shame on all of you. You are a disgrace. You are a disgrace. You are a disgrace. And I pray that the younger generation will grow up and build a better Nigeria than you have ever, ever dreamed or envisioned. You do not deserve the leadership of this country. It's, it is sad. It's very sad. I've thought about it. I mean, I'm like, how do you justify? For me, I'm like, because I'm a mother. All my life, I, you know, I was raised a certain way. We were raised to do things properly. And I'm raising my kids, by the grace of God, to also do things properly. What then? So how then do we run the... Is this how we're going to run the country? Anybody who can cheat can go and do, see what, you know, as in that's, this is how we're going to run. All of us should just be cheating one another. Oh, okay, it's only for the elections that we can cheat. Every other thing, all of us under, we should still do things the right way. They've sent a message to the entire nation that Nigeria is a country where the end justifies the means. And that it doesn't matter what you do to get power so long as you get it. It doesn't matter what you do so long as you get the money that you need. You can kill, you can steal, you can lie, you can destroy. People of good conscience, Christians, we all need to be aware. Because when the repercussions of this begins to come, nobody should go and cry to God. Those of us that can pray, let us pray. This is not a good signal. It's not a good development for Nigeria. The same thing happened when... Trump was elected. I knew it was, I mean, then you would say, I mean, it was a popular vote, so there's nothing anybody could do. But that repercussion of electing Trump to the White House, they're still suffering for it, even after he left. The attack on the, um, the Capitol Hill and all of that. The society is still fractured, even up till now. There's just so much that is still going on. But at least they have strong, well, they had, in fact, he, they had strong institutions. Trump almost destroyed all the institutions for them, from, for them, politicized everything. They're still struggling up till now. But at least they had 
quite strong institutions. In Nigeria, we don't even have institutions. The independent, so-called independent national electoral body was working as an arm of the ruling party. It's the most scandalous thing I've ever seen in my life. So brazen. Ah. I will watch to see how Christians, you know, react to this because for me, it's not even so much the issue of election. After all, four years will pass, eight years will pass. Although the last eight years has shown me that even four years, a lot can happen because a lot of people died. A lot of needless suffering over the past few years. So even that, you know, and this is, this is someone that we know so well. So we already know what's going to happen. Unlike the last president, the last president, people had a different view of him. They thought he was, you know, they thought he was more, he had more integrity than he did. And he turned out to be the worst possible choice. This particular one, we already know him for what he is. We know he's, he's a fraudster. We know he's, he's all about money and he's all about power. We know, he's, we know he's a gangster. Let's just put it that way. The worst kind of gangster. We know him. So right now we're in the hands of God. I will just say, we just pray that God will take control. I pray that the Lord will glorify himself. I'm still praying that prayer. Because he's the God that knows how to command light out of darkness. And we never thought it was going to be easy anyway, you know. I mean, the demons that have held Nigeria, they've held Nigeria tight for a long time. For some reason, there's a fixation on Nigeria and Africa that I've never really understood. But somehow in the demonic hierarchy, the, the policy, what they've decided amongst themselves is that Nigeria and black countries will continue to be the way they are. And every effort, whatever effort that we make to try to turn things around and transform our country and our nations and our society, it will not be permitted. They've allowed the development of other worlds, other societies, for some reason, the development and the transformation of Africa is not to be allowed. Maybe we have also not done the right things. Maybe we have also not approach things the way that we are maybe we also there's a lot that we need to do as a people uh, I, I guess the younger generation will have to take it from here because my generation has clearly failed although this person is not from my generation but I, I take the res responsibility because my generation made it easy for the older generations to continue to do what they're doing because this guy that was Appointed, he wasn't elected or announced. Let me say that he was announced. Is probably in his 80s, even though his official age is 70. So, like, boomer, you know. So, I'll just leave it at that. And I'm sorry if you're going to listen to this and you thought you were listening to a Christian podcast and all you got is a rundown of how I feel about the elections in Nigeria. But, you know, yeah, like I said, we talk about faith, life, and love. And um, of faith in the context of life. So, what I am reflecting on today is what this means for me as a Christian, and why I think every Christian should not be happy with a process that was not just, was unjust, was violent, and used all the most negative and evil, wicked tricks possible 
to get the outcome that they want. God is not in this outcome. That's all I will say. God is not, so don't come and tell me, oh, God can use anybody, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This process, this is not God. God, it makes it very clear. It says, by their fruits, we shall know them. Whatever it is that has come out of this, this is the kingdom of darkness operating. So what it means is that we as Christians, people who really, really want the light of God to shine, we have to seek the face of God for his wisdom on how, you know, we need to be able to function in this kind of society where the message that is being sent is that it is impossible to live a peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. It's an unjust society and it will continue to be unjust. It's an unjust system. It will continue to be unjust. It, 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 it will resist every attempt for transformation, for peace, you know. Um, that's the message that is being sent. But then I take comfort from the scriptures because the Bible says that we should not be overcome by evil, but that we should overcome evil with good. So, and it says we should resist the devil. So, fine. The system can continue to do whatever it wants to do. We will continue to speak up for what is right. We will continue to amplify and, you know, throw light on the the dark spots wherever we see it. And wherever we find ourselves are, as, we will stand up and speak up for what is right and what is true. Because we cannot allow darkness to overcome our nation. We must have pockets of light and continue to work with God and, you know, help God to do that which he only does. If, if Jesus hadn't said to us that we should be the salt of the earth and the light of the world, honestly, I would just say, Christians, just face your church work, gospel, and just leave things. But when Jesus says salt of the earth and light of the world, and he says all men should see your good works and glorify God that is in heaven, that shows me that as a Christian, my life should have an impact on the people of the world. And people should see that I am a good person. So I cannot be following the end justifies the means. I can't be using Machiavellian tactics and then claiming to be a Christian. My works have to be good. And people have to see that I'm principled. People have to see that I'm ethical, that I have integrity, that I am trustworthy. I do not want unjust gain. I do not kill and steal. I do not destroy things just for my own selfish gain. And that I also speak up when I see such happening to someone else. It's not enough that I don't do it, but also when I see others doing it and I know that what they're doing is wrong, I speak up and do what is in my power to protect those who are unable to protect themselves. I'll leave it at that. You know, I'm even happy I'm able to do this music because this morning, it's, it's, and I'm sure those of you who know me can hear it in my voice. I am deeply pained. My heart is heavy. My heart is broken because I am... It's, I am I am ashamed that so many people, so many of our leaders, so many elder people who should know better are really people who should never have been in positions of leadership at all. But I leave it, I'll leave it at that point. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. I hope to be able to speak with you again tomorrow. I hope you can check in. Thank you for staying with us on this journey. May the name of the Lord be glorified in our nations, in our communities. May God teach us and help us as Christians to be a shining light, even in the midst of a crooked and a perverse generation. May his grace and mercy fall upon Nigeria. 
and even at this time may he still glorify himself even in all that is going on and that from today he will continue to show himself strong we thank you for the victories that have come even through this process the way in which your children have stood up youths have come out and spoken for that which is true i pray lord for your comfort upon them i pray for your wisdom upon all them that need it at this time most especially father lord i still ask that your name be glorified i also ask that you expose every evil and wicked deed that was done let not the lie of the enemy stand let the world know what happened in the nigerian elections let the lie of the enemy be destroyed be exposed be unraveled that is all i ask and i thank you because i know you have heard me for in jesus name i have prayed amen and amen